Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. All right, what's shaking, Red Nation? Welcome to another episode of The Dream Take, presented by The Dream Shake, home of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. Jeremy Brenner here, and tonight, Rockets can't get the job done once again. They fall to the New York Knicks. Final score, Knicks 116, Rockets 103, and the team has now dropped two games in the span of 24, 48 hours. Not what you want to see, but given the fact that they had to travel from Cleveland to Houston tonight and two two good teams that they had to face, it was not in the cards for the Rockets tonight. They played pretty well through three quarters, at least through parts of those three quarters. And in the fourth quarter, they didn't have enough gas to get it done. But overall, I think you look at tonight, there, there are some positives to take away from this game, but ultimately, you know, you, you never want to lose. You never want to lose. But, uh, you know, Daniel Tice had a season high 22 and 10. He played probably his best game as a Rocket tonight other than maybe, I mean, there was one game within that winning streak that he had that uh, really made him look good. But also you had Josh Christopher with 14 points off the bench. K.J. Martin, 15 points off the bench, including seven in that first quarter. So I think there are some positive takeaways tonight. Of course, some negatives as well. Armani Brooks leaves the game with an injury, does not return, only plays nine minutes. Uh, So, look, the Rockets played extremely shorthanded tonight once again. Even though Eric Gordon came back, he struggled tonight, only two of eight from the field. But no Christian Wood, no... Jalen Green, no Kevin Porter, none of those guys um, with the Rockets tonight. No Daniel House either. So, uh, you know, to to give the Knicks some some trouble through three quarters, uh, it was pretty impressive. And also, you look at the Knicks, uh, you know, a team that had lost four straight, had didn't play yesterday, so they had that advantage as well. They needed this win, and they got it. So good props to the Knicks. Um, they they take the season series, but ultimately tonight, you know, there's not a whole lot to really like reintroduce into the conversation, in my opinion. I feel like we're at that point in the season where the patterns have been established. We really know what this team is, and there isn't a whole lot that's like changing things, at least from my end. You know, I think I think Mike is very different with me in, in that regard, but you know. I haven't been on since um, since last weekend when the Rockets were back at home when they were playing, uh, you know, the Bucks. So I've taken a couple of games off. So the last four games I've seen, to be honest, the fact that we got even one win in this stretch was was pretty impressive to me. Um, so I'm I'm happy with that. I think that Hawks win is something that's going to stick with this team for a while. Um, and then the Cleveland game, I, I don't feel like I need to re 
introduce that into the conversation. I feel like, you know, that was just another example of, you know, just not having the healthy bodies out there to be able to, to contend, uh, you know, tonight, I think through, through three quarters, the Rockets gave the Knicks a good, a good match. They, they really did. Um, I was, you know, pretty impressed by KJ Martin, especially in that first quarter. I think that is definitely something that he can build on. I know that, you know, the, the Rockets kind of lost their way uh, throughout this game. I think they trailed by as much as 17, but they had a two point lead late in that third quarter. So this was a winnable game for the Rockets that, you know, it's tough to not get it, especially because there was a chance to win it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think this game is is obviously very insignificant in the grand scheme of everything. So that's the thing. Mike is more of a micro guy. I'm more of a macro guy. I like to see things from the big picture. Um, you know, Jake's saying in the comments, not a good game from EG and that Shangun needs to play more than 15 minutes a game. Obviously, yes, that is that is part of it. But I think last night, Shangun did play more than 15 minutes. He played, I want to say, close to 30. Um, so, yeah, he played 28 minutes last night, which I believe was a career high. And coming on the back-to-back, you know, the thing with Shangun is he is going to be great. I'm like, every day I see something from him, and it, it makes me more excited than I was the day before. Tonight, he struggled. Uh, I think Mitch Robinson was just a real difficult matchup for him. And he struggled. He struggled mightily against, against Mitch Robinson, who is a guy that's just, he's insanely big. And he was just, yeah, he's just a physical dude. And that's, that's the thing is, is Shangun is going to build that strength to be able to hopefully compete with those kind of guys. So again, not something I'm worried about where I see Shangun is, I feel like he has such a, a good he, – he's already at such a high level of foundation when we got him at 19 years old. So we're only going to build off of that, and you can already see there is the growth there through just 30 games. But imagine the growth through 60 games. Imagine the growth through a season or two seasons or three through an off season. You know, it's only going to get better with Schengen, and Schengen is already really good for being a rookie. So, you know, yes, disappointing performance tonight from Schengen, not what we are used to seeing from him, but not something I'm, I'm willing to panic about, or it doesn't really change my opinion on him, to be honest. So uh, I'm, again, not looking at this game and, you know, using it as a metric point for the Rockets. I think... I think we're at a point like the first couple of games of the season, it was, it's very easy to look at that game and and use that as the, you know, example and say, okay, well, if the Rockets, you know, lost this game, oh, this is how the Rockets are going to be. Well, you know, the Rockets played two very different games within the span of 48 hours. So it's just, it's difficult to now say that one game is of their season because now, you know, this game was, you know, 3% or, you know, three, just a little over 3% of their season. So that's just, that one game is not significant enough in the whole sample size. And the whole sample size is we've seen really good flashes from Schenker. We've seen really good flashes from Josh Christopher. We've seen really good from Eric Gordon so far. And, and yeah, tonight was not their night. And I think that's just kind of what you have to say about this game. 
It wasn't their night. It was for the Knicks. They made 17 threes out of 36 attempts, so 47% from the three-point line. Rockets only made 11 of their 32 threes. So, and I think if had Armani Brooks played, I think that they might have made it a little bit more competitive in that fourth quarter. But ultimately, the Rockets got to play the guys that they have. They didn't have Gordon. Uh, they didn't have Armani Brooks tonight, so or at least at the end. Um, so yeah. So Jake's asking again in the comments. Has there been any recent injury news and updates on KPJ, Wood, and Green? KPJ and Jalen Green are still out indefinitely. Those guys are, are still trying to heal, um, and, and I'm okay with that. I think with Jalen Green's injury being a hamstring, it's you want to be really careful with that because if you don't properly treat it, then it could come back and create even bigger problems down the line. So Jalen Green is out indefinitely. I would honestly be surprised if we saw him for the next couple of weeks. I think that they might want to wait until possibly January to really, really get him back into the swing of things. And same with Kevin Porter. You know, his injury was a re-aggravation of his thigh injury from a few weeks ago. So, like, he came back for a few games and then kind of re-injured in OKC. So just... And again, someone you really want to be careful with because those guys have a lot of weight in the in the franchise's future. So you want to really keep those guys uh, as healthy as possible. And when they do get do get hurt, you want to make sure that they heal properly and not necessarily just you know get them back on the court as soon as possible. Because to be honest, there really isn't that much of a rush. You know, the Rockets are getting a whole lot of different looks from other guys, and we're trying to figure out who is who's going to work for this team long-term and the role players. So I think, I think it's, there, there are advantages to this. And I think that when you're a rebuilding team, there is an advantage in every situation. And what you have to do as the team is you have to take that advantage and you have to turn a negative into a positive. So that being said with Christian Wood, he is playing Saturday. That's what Steven Silas said. Um, in his pregame press conference, he said he'd be surprised if he didn't play. And I'm expecting a big game out of Christian Wood on Saturday um, against Detroit, the team that wouldn't sign him, that didn't believe in him. He always seems to to circle the Detroit games on the calendar. And uh, in his last game against Detroit, I don't think he played as well as he wanted to. Um, he had 20 points and nine rebounds. I think he is looking for a little bit of a better performance there. And look, the Rockets are going to need to bring bring as much as they can to Saturday against against Detroit because um, Detroit's a, a winnable game, possibly the only like I guess other than that in Indiana, Indiana coming on this road trip, both of those games are winnable games. Although Indiana does come on the second half of a back to back, so they do suffer with that. But this Detroit game is the most winnable game on their schedule, probably until the end of the calendar year. So you need to you need to take these wins when you can, especially considering the fact that Detroit beat you in your building earlier in the year in a game that you could have won. So I think the Rockets are definitely looking at this game. And and that team that they played on November 10th is a very different team that they're going to face on December 18th. And same with Detroit. Detroit is struggling now with injuries. Uh, Jeremy Grant is out. Um, he's been dealing with, um, I want to say it's a thumb injury. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but 
He's been dealing with an injury. So they are, you know, the Pistons are just struggling. They're four and 23 on the season. So the Rockets have a chance here, grab this win. And it's also an early game, 11 a.m. tip in the central time zone, 12 p.m. here if you're on the East Coast. So I think, you know, there might be a slow start to that game, especially given the Saturday matinee kind of shock in into the system. But I think if the Rockets can, you know, get into that game quicker, then I think they have a chance to beat Detroit. I do. I think um, this this game against Detroit, in my opinion, is big for the Rockets in terms of just getting that getting that morale back up, because I think if if they lose to Detroit, then I think there will be some morale uh, lows and, and they're on a long road trip now. They they don't. So tonight they played their first game in a week at home and they don't play again for another 12 days until uh, or at least in Houston. Um, so they played the Knicks tonight. They have five games on the road at Detroit Saturday at Chicago Monday at Milwaukee Wednesday at Indiana Thursday at Charlotte Monday, December 27th. Then they get a second half of a back-to-back against the Lakers in their building. And then they get the Miami heat on New Year's Eve. So I think, um, I think the Rockets are going to need this win because if they don't, it could snowball into another, you know, long losing streak. I think that's kind of what happened with the Detroit loss um, earlier in the season is, is because they lost that game. They, I think they thought that they would win it. They kind of let that get to them and it, and it kind of sprouted that second half of the losing streak earlier in the year. So if they can get this win, it, it snaps the losing streak that they've built over the course of these 48 hours. And then you can go into Chicago with a little bit of confidence saying, okay, we beat these guys before. Let's hope we can beat them again. They've been dealing with COVID issues. Hopefully we can take advantage of that. And ultimately, look, it's it's about putting your best foot out there. And yes, you're not going to win every game like they did tonight. But I do think that the Rockets put uh, a good effort out there. Maybe not their best, but a good one that is at least not embarrassing. <laughs> I'll say that here. It, it I definitely have a better word in my vocabulary um, somewhere, but that's just um, that's the word I have right now. But um, yeah, so Jake, Jake says, why is there a game at 11 a.m. on a Saturday? This isn't college football. Well, I think that's a, a big reason why, you know, there is no college football on on Saturday, at least nothing like we normally see. I mean, there's probably some bowl games, but um, I think that's part of it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Detroit Red Wings share that arena and they have a game at home. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. So the Red Wings have a game at home on Saturday at 8 PM. So that might explain why there is an early start on Saturday so that they can fit both of those games in that arena. Uh, Nothing that we know here in Houston, given that we don't have, a hockey team that shares the arena with anymore, but there there's your answer, Jake. I hope, I hope that answered your question, but if there's anybody that's willing to speak in the, uh, in our audience tonight, feel free to come on up, hit that speaker request button. And if there isn't, you know, that's okay. I feel like, I feel like I've exhausted enough of tonight's game and kind of the future for this team, at least in the, in the immediate future. But if there's anyone that wants to come up, ask a question, talk about 
anything that they want. It doesn't necessarily have to be Rockets related. Um, you know, come on up, hit that speaker request button, and we can uh, drop your takes and and talk Rockets. But I mean, to, tonight it's a it's a probably it's a short crowd, not too many people tonight, so no worries if if there isn't anyone that wants to come up. All all good in the neighborhood. I can sit here by myself and talk to a wall or really just in my room right now. And uh, it's, I'm glad there's nobody else in here, but it it wouldn't be very pretty, but um, yeah, I think, I think this is a good place to park the rocket ship. You know, we're going to, we're going to go in and go out clock in clock out, have a real easy night, but thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the dream take and every episode of the dream take, be sure to follow us on Twitter at the dream take and at dream shake SBN. You can also head to our website, thedreamshake.com, home of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. You can also head to our Facebook page. Give us a like over there if you're on Facebook. And you can also, if you would like, give me a follow on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. We'll be back on Saturday with an early tip-off, 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. on the East Coast. I will be back with another episode of the dream take after the games so if you're tuning in feel free to come to spotify green room after the game and we will drop our rockets takes again thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of the dream take and until next time go rockets support for pivot comes from polestar at polestar every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from zero to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance, pure design, Polestar, Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.